good everybody welcome to episode 47 of the omnius podcast we're going to be discussing something that is very controversial but at the same time it is something that i uh definitely feel will be very educational and hopefully you get something out of this this won't be everybody's cup of tea so i'm just giving you a disclaimer and based upon the messages uh, or the comments that i got concerning this type of conversation uh, this type of information is not for the masses. Uh, this type of information is not for um, the majority of the people who like to hear what I have to say when it concerns uh, society in terms of the 304s. <laughs> the women that go out there and being reckless thinking they could do whatever they want, however they want, right? We're dealing with something that's occultic, and I don't think people understand what the occult is. Occultic. Uh, to be occult is to be 
the elite is to be one of the chosen tells you in the Bible that many are called but few are chosen this knowledge is available to a lot of people but most people turn away from the knowledge due to desire due to ego and so they, they're willing to give up their life to the ego to their desires to other people than to know thyself and so with this type of information a lot of people turn away from it because they are scared of it and people usually turn away or destroy things that they do not understand and refuse to acknowledge but we cannot uh, refuse to acknowledge the sinister path the left-hand path because in order for you to become the avatar in order for you to become the hero in your journey in order for you to become Haru you have to know the right hand path and the left hand path in order for Anakin Skywalker for those who know Star Wars in order for Anakin to be the chosen one to save the world he had to become Darth Vader if he did not become Darth Vader he would not have become he would not have fulfilled his opportunity or his destiny as the chosen one so you have to walk you know the the path of the shadow of the valley of death you have to walk um, the void you know the abyss you have to go through the tunnel the dark tunnel the, the the cave with the dragon in order for you to come out on top so with all of that in mind I want to give you a little backstory on why I decided to make this podcast episode so not too long ago I posted something on my page in my community section concerning the basis of being uh, basically the left hand path and, and what I've been doing for the past couple of days the almost about a week is I've been posting stuff around the witch hours right somewhere between 12 o'clock and 3 o'clock and so I posted this about 5 to 6 days ago almost a week ago and I'm going to go through my thread um, all of my threads in terms of uh, my Twitter, my tweets that I'm about to read to you, they're not all here because one of the tweets even say that this is for, you know, a very few sets of people that everybody's going to get on or, or hold on to this, right? And if you look in the comment section, if you go on my YouTube channel, if you look in the comment section, the majority of the people in the comment section definitely did not adhere <laughs> to this information. But the first slide, um, I'm just going to go from the first slide to the end. So I said, yes, being a whore is sacred. You have the sexual power to touch someone's soul and heal and receive knowledge and tap into higher realms of enlightenment when you have sex with the right people. Being the whore, man or woman, can do uh, uh, or can bring those type of benefits. The left-hand path is occultic because it is sacred. Everything from being a wizard to being a whore, it is intended for the chosen ones. Most can't get past seeing sex as something dirty or perverted, and therefore they cannot control their urges. So that archetype is canceled out for a lot of people. Every archetype, every god, every goddess dwells within you. Every story is presenting the, deci uh, the decision you make with the power you hold within. You can either be the hero or the villain. You can be both. You create your story you create your reality and that was the last thing that i said so i posted this and i asked for people's thoughts i didn't think that 
the conversation would be as bad as I really thought it was. But a lot of people in the conversation were pretty much saying the same thing. What is this man smoking on? You lost me at occultic. Someone literally said, you lost me at occultic. And a lot of people are scared of that word occult. You know, when they think of occult, they immediately think of Satanism, uh, something demonic or evil, the Illuminati, all this other type of stuff. Which, if you really break down these words that you're trying to use to demonize or to uh, minimize the left-hand path, these words aren't anything bad. Satanism is when you're activating, uh, becoming the adversary. Because that's what the word Satan means. Satan is not a name, it's a title, it's a term. And it describes um, a certain position that you play in your life as an archetype. Where you become the rebel, you become the adversary, where you're going against the grain. So Satanism is the practice of becoming the adversary, controlling your own life, becoming the master and the head of your own life. Kind of goes into Luciferianism. Luciferianism is when you are bearing the light, you are casting your light. Jesus says, let your light so shine that men may see your good works and glorify the Father that is in heaven, that is supreme consciousness. So when you are becoming a Luciferian, you're not worshiping Lucifer. When you're becoming a Satanist, you're not worshiping Satan. You're activating the God within. That's what these that's what these terminologies are adhering to. So when you're dealing with becoming Luciferian, you're bearing the light. You know, you're holding the eternal torch that's within you, the Kundalini energy. You're casting that light to the world. And and also that light from the eye, the pineal gland. And with being the Illuminati, that kind of just goes in the same thing with being Luciferian. If you just break down the word Illuminati, illuminate, you are a light bearer. You know, you are a, you are a light bringer. And so, um, when you are the Illuminati, you are the one who is casting forth the enlightenment, casting forth the light, um, becoming the elites, which is the chosen. And so, these words aren't bad right but it's the wordplay that the elites will use to turn you against your own knowledge to turn you against uh to turn you against the true information in order for you to control your own life but they control you with the propaganda that they show you in music videos and television and commercials and all those type of stuff and they'll use hand gestures they'll use certain sayings they'll probably even go out of their way to even propagate or stage certain events in order for you to go along with a certain narrative that they want you to you have to think above that you have to think you have to think beyond that you know and and this kind of and i'm gonna get into this later on but it kind of brings me to you know this hot girl summer the wop you know that was a very controversial song right and when i first heard the song wop i had the same reaction as everybody else right but now looking back right and studying more into what i call the primordial devi and we're going to get to that in a second as well but studying into the devi energy and studying into what is being presented in front of us we have to really look into what are they putting in front of us we have to really study into what type of energy they are casting forth to us and how and, and what are we doing with this type of energy so, when Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion came out with the, the song WAP, right? And it's, it's basically an acronym for wet-ass pussy. 
everybody heard that song and was like, this is so vulgar. This is so perverted. This is so evil. This is this is not something I want my kids listening to. All this other type of stuff, right? Which I would think that, you know, these, these type of songs alone, you know, you shouldn't have your kids listening to it. But anyways, so when I begin to take a second look at certain things that are presented and projected in the industry, we have to look at it from a occultic perspective, right? And so at first you look at it from just a physical and and just dealing with this this realm from a worldly view and you're like, oh snap, this is some some other type of stuff. This is perverse. This is an abomination. Like, why would these sets of women produce this type of song? But I do not believe in coincidences. I believe that everything is being put and instilled in place for a purpose. The industry is way smarter than that. And the people who control and are behind the scenes, the odds, you know, the ones behind the curtains, the masterminds are smarter than that. So when you look at a person like Megan Thee Stallion, you know, producing songs like this, not saying that you should adhere to the individuals that they're using to cast forth the message, but look at the message alone. When we're looking at songs like WAP and and looking at songs, you know, like I can't really name any Megan Thee Stallion songs, <laughs> but if you look at City Girls, Megan Thee Stallion type of songs, all they talk about is they pussy for the most part. Pussy, 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 sex, 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 and so on and so forth, right? And they always present themselves in goddess archetypes. I remember I I uh, compared this one particular photo shoot that Megan Thee Stallion was doing, and I compared her to Heather because she looked exactly like Heather. I also compared her to Aphrodite. And there was something that Cardi B even did, um, if I'm not mistaken, you know, and she was trying to look like Aphrodite. And they're presenting these entities to you through their music, through certain gestures that they do. And they're presenting these type of powers to you. They're presenting your own science to you. But they have utilized this and they have uh, turned it upside down or they have projected it in a certain way to where you'll turn away from it. Instead of you taking the the fruit and spitting out the seeds, and instead of you eating the fish and spitting out the bones, you know, so instead of you taking forth the information and using it to your own ability, you just cast it forth all the way because oh, Cardi B made this song, or 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 Megan Thee Stallion made this song, or City Girls made this song, and so I had to take a second glance at this as, as studying more into the Devi energy. I used to say that. Um, they use this. They use this, this this power, this knowledge, this information, this science, and they cast it forth in front of you. But they use it against you, and in and in some aspects they do. But I'm studying even deeper into this type of information to the point where maybe this type of information that they're projecting to us is a reflection of the ancient times. Now, hear me out. I was studying about Lilith, right? And when you look at the word Lilith and you look at the root word Lil, you see a lot of rappers call themselves Lil, Little, uh, Little Uzi, uh, Little Wayne, 
little baby or whatever the case is, right? Little, little this, a little that. But if you go back in ancient times and you go back to the word little, little literally is kind of like a, a title for a, de- for a deity, for an entity. Little meaning divine, divine or godlike. And so the same thing with L. If somebody put L in front of their name or behind their name. It's the same thing in terms of little. So when we think of little from a physical perspective or from a worldly perspective, we think, oh, they, they demeaning themselves. They call themselves little. They think of themselves as a baby. But little just means that they're a divine being or a little God or a divine like or whatever the case is. Right. It's, it's something in terms of tapping into a certain type of energy where they are deifying themselves. When you hear a lot of these rappers, uh, these female rappers, call themselves bad bitches. From a worldly perspective, why would you call yourself a bitch? Why would you call yourself a female dog? But if you look at it from an occulted perspective, who is the bad bitch in mythology? The serious dog. Who is the serious dog? Isis. I said. So there are certain there are certain wordplay, and this is just my perspective. You know, I'm not saying this is all the way true, whatever the case is, but this is just what I have been seeing, what is being projected and portrayed to us through the industry, through their music, through certain phrases and things that they do. I do not believe in coincidences. I I believe that they do this on purpose, um, but because of a certain narrative that is pushed with it or because of the individual that is pushing the message that we turn away from it and we got to think smarter we got to think on a on a bigger level than that right you know the old saying it's not about the messenger it's about the message so we ain't got to be fans of megan the stallion or fans of cardi b or fans of city girls in order for us to grasp what is it that they're truly projecting in these songs i'm about to read some poems to you um about inana or ishtar and these these poems if you look at these poems and you correlate it and you and you compare it to a song from Megan Thee Stallion, you might look at these poems and be like, it's a bit more perverse. <laughs> it's a bit more explicit than a Megan Thee Stallion song. And I and I, I can't even lie to you. I'm being upfront and, and honest with you. If you look at some of these poems, some of these erotic ancient poems. You know, by Inanna and Ishtar. These poems are very, very explicit. And so when I started looking at these poems, I was really like, are these poems or or, or rather are the songs that we're seeing in the industry, are they a reflection of the goddesses in ancient times? So, you know, it is it's truly beyond me that we have songs in this day and time that are projecting, you know, sex and projecting their vulva and projecting their sexuality and being perverse and being deviant and, and being the Devi. And so the Devi, for those who don't know, um, first and foremost, Devi means primordial mother or the mother goddess. Right. It's a title for. 
for for goddesses no more than you know just calling a person or a woman uh a female archetype in mythology a goddess so that's what the word devi means but if you study more into what is the devi energy it, it goes more into becoming your own person um that's where you get into uh studying love and studying ishtar and, and studying heather and so on and so forth and if you look at the word heather you can you you can literally play with the word heather you can go back to certain root words with heather and get the word harlot that's where you get the word harlot from it's from the word heather and so when you really study back on the sex goddesses the sex gods and goddesses and you study on on the importance of sexuality you know sexuality and sexual love is how reproduction happens it is also how you can manifest it's also how you can be initiated is through certain rituals is through certain initiations but i have the poem here and we're first going to read one of my favorite poems and if you when you hear this one <laughs> when you hear this poem here and, and shout out to Bobby Hemet. I was watching one of his lectures and he was talking about in a lecture of how promiscuous Ishtar and Isis and Aset is because he was talking about how like all these conscious Negroes want to be Puritans and, and abstain from sex when the goddesses and the gods that you look to are the most sexual beings that you could possibly know. If you even look into Greek mythology, I mean, Zeus was, was literally having sex with anything that he could see <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm exaggerating but like if you really study greek mythology like zeus was a promiscuous man like he was very promiscuous I, I wouldn't be surprised if he populated half of the world in his you know in his universe in that dimension with demigods because the man was just that promiscuous he was probably banging like 10 women a day I mean, this man had so many illegitimate children. It's ridiculous. You know, he had so many Ill Ill illegitimate children that there's a particular Netflix show. Um, I forgot what it's called. I think it's called The Blood of Zeus or something like that. I, I forgot what it's called. But anyways, it, it, it talks about a particular legend that is allegedly so-called lost. And it's a demigod that, you know, Zeus had intercourse with the woman and... It was this demigod. He kind of looked like Hercules in a certain way. But, you know, Diana, his wife, you know, uh, or no, no, excuse me, not Diana. Ooh, my bad. <laughs> Hera was, you know, she would always be upset and mad and furious of Zeus always messing with other women, always going down to earth and having intercourse with other women. And so, you know, she will always try and put obstacles in the demigod's way. Kind of the same thing with Heracles when she tried to send snakes when he was a baby. And, you know, well, of course, Heracles, you know, I think he choked out the snakes or something like that. But anyways, let's get back to the poem. Uh, the poem is called Ishtar Will Not Tire. All right. So it says, one comes up to her. Come here. Give me what I want. Then another one comes up to her. Come here. Let me touch your vulva. Ishtar says, since I'm ready to give you all that you want, get all the young men of your city together. Let's go to the shade of the wall. 
Let's go to the shade of the wall. The city is built on pleasure. Seven for her midriff, seven for her loans. The city is built on pleasure. Sixty then sixty satisfy themselves in turn upon her nakedness. Young men have tired, but Istar will not tire. Get on with it, fellas, for my lovely vulva, as the girl demanded, the city is built on pleasure. The young men, heated, gave her what she asked for. The city is built. The city. The city is built on pleasure. So you see this, right? Or oh, you you can't really see it, but you hear this, right? It is a literal erotic poem that was made in ancient times of Istar having a ball. <laughs> I don't know if she was getting gangbanged or she was lining these men up to 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 have intercourse with but either or this woman told this man told two men right matter of fact gather all the young men in your city gather all the young men that you see up and down the block and see if they can handle me let's get it on and all the young men every last one of them in the city tired busted all type of nuts <laughs> Busted all type of them. She drained them, took their souls, everything. They laid out. Istar is like, who's next? She over here like, who's next? She said, get on with it, fellas. She said, she got that good pussy. That's what she said for my lovely Volva. She said, she got that. She got that good, good. And this is what you see in erotic and ancient poems. Now, when you hear it in, in an ancient term in another language, you know, you think, oh, this is so sensual. And I was up. And in a way, you know, it's not everybody's taste to hear making a Stallion song and, and what you just heard in the beginning of this uh, podcast episode. So you may want to hear some, some, maybe some old fashioned, I don't know, make it sound a little more. Uh, cordial <laughs> but she she's saying everything if not more of what the city girls and Megan Thee Stallion be saying this next poem same thing about Ishtar it's called who will plow my vulva in other words who gonna fuck me <laughs> who gonna fuck this pussy What's that song? Fuck this pussy boy. Fuck it. Like, like that's 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 what. Fuck it, white boy. Like that's what you see here. <laughs> so it says, as for Inanna, who will plow my vulva? Great lady, the king will plow your vulva. I, the muzi, uh, the muzi, the king will plow your vulva. Then plow my vulva, man of man of my heart. Plow my vulva. And so you see this, right? And there's plenty of other poems um, that I'm seeing on this one particular website. And I'm going to link the web the re uh, website in the description box. Um, if you're on Spotify, you can see the erotic, all the erotic and sexual Mesopotamian um, poems. There's one called uh, Who Will Go to Bed With Me. I'm just going to read some of these titles. Who Will Go to Bed With Me. He is the one my womb loves best. Um, 
My Fair Demuzi did so 50 times. Fourth, fourth with that cock will come a burgeoning. Burginium. That one, that was very explicit. I'm going to have to look at that one. I ain't never seen that one before. Let me read it. Um, he who is all bright eyes will be laying eyes upon you, the great mountain father um, in Lil. Who is all bright eyes who will be laying eyes upon you, the shepherd, the decision maker. Who is all bright eyes who will be laying eyes upon you. Forthwith that cock will come burgeoning. Um, he will be kissing you and happy and will gladly leave with you the glorious sperm filled into the womb. <laughs> That's some type of cream pie. I ain't gonna f okay, he continued. Let me make love with you, he was saying to her, but was not thereby able to make her agree to it. Let me kiss you, and Lil was saying to her, but was not thereby able to make her agree. Wow. This man really urgent to try and fuck her like he's really trying to get that pussy uh, <laughs> but yo these these poems I've, I've seen there's a lot of like poems hundreds of erotic poems that just display just a small aspect of how powerful this energy is and and how ancient and how sacred Becoming the incubus or the succubus or becoming the devi or the deva or becoming a sexual deviant. There's there's a there's a divine aspect to that. The archetype of being the whore is a divine aspect to that. Now I would like to hope that I don't have to make a disclaimer, but this does not mean for you to go out there and be a reckless hoe. This does not mean you you mess with everybody up and down the block. Okay? When you read the poem Who Will Plow My Volvo, the king shall plow your vulva. Not somebody not some dead bee on the street. <laughs> not not some not some person who isn't in tune or in line with who they are or, or themselves, whatever the case is. So, you know, in, in going further with these titles, um the sperm your your future master, the lustrous sperm is in my womb. Um and Dinku makes love to the harlot uh Shamhat. And, and that particular story right there, um, Indiku, I hope I said that name right, Indiku makes love to this harlot for a whole week, six days and seven nights. That is some serious fucking to be going six days and seven nights straight, nonstop. That's crazy. That's crazy. But anyways, I use these particular poems to give you an example of what is being portrayed in terms of this information. Now, you can still hear all of this and still come to a conclusion that it's just not your forte. And that's okay. Not everybody in the realm of being gods and goddesses were on the same level in terms of becoming a sex god or a sex goddess or uh, being more in tune with your sexuality than others. Everybody plays their role. Everybody has a, a part in a position that they play better than others. You know. And I think because. You know we have this phrase sex sales. That a lot of people are more captivated by. The topic of sex. Rather than the topic of. I don't know craftsmanship. Or architecture. Or literature and stuff like that. 
because when when you see sex that that is is flashy you know it catches everybody's attention and 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 for that reason like i said in the beginning of this podcast sex is connected to everything sex is very important and, and i think it's because that sex is suppressed so much and it's given labels and it's restricted and it's you know shaped and maneuvered and all those other type of stuff i think because of that that is is because of the suppression of sex and the suppression of sexuality that people adhere and draw more to it that if you didn't restrict it so many times and you if you didn't give it so many labels and, and what what is deemed worthy and what is what isn't deemed worthy and all those type of stuff that it wouldn't be where it is now but that's also because of the power behind sexuality that so many people have tried to restrict it because they some people just do not know how to control their sexual urges some people do not know how to control uh or have a balance between becoming the whore and just becoming a decent person as for me i would like to say that i do have the ability and the control and the balance to become the male deviant to become uh, the male whore or whatever the case is that's just me and so because i am more connected to that type of energy i'm willing to go out of my way to vividly and thoroughly teach the information that that is displayed when it concerns this type of information so as i was saying before you know the devi energy becoming the devi is when you are becoming in tune with who you are in terms of your, or your divine femininity that also includes your sexual nature if you look at all the goddesses doesn't matter who you pick they always show themselves in some form of promiscuous manner on the other aspect of it you look more into it occultically and the body is a vessel the body is a temple is sacred so when you look at a woman or a particular goddess and they look promiscuous, you have to get past the promiscuity and stop thinking with your other head and start thinking with the higher head. I remember a particular poem that I made back in the day, right? Well, it wasn't even a poem, excuse me. It was a post that I made two years ago when I was studying into the occult. And I was really, you know, stepping on full gas concerning the Devi energy and talking about the divine feminine and, you know, feminine sexuality and stuff like that. And, you know, my page was very explicit, um, still is in certain, certain paces, um, but it was, it was very explicit during these particular times because I was really using certain examples to get out the message, right? And there's a woman that i photoshopped on an ocean and she got like a rainbow behind her afro and in the caption of the post you know i say um i kind of quote something but i use my own quote knowing the energy of oshun um and oshun is quoted saying the fool looks upon me and sees pussy but the wise looks upon me and sees knowledge see how god works and so in the caption i say only the fool would glorify her only for her beauty the fool looks like uh the, the fool looks for riches and things that catches his eyes the glory um the wise will glorify her for her substance 
the wise analyzed soul food and admires the hidden treasures of her wisdom the wise love that he sees um the the wise love what he sees but looks with his single eye the wise know Oshun is promiscuous yet she is there to guide and accompany him the fool is yet indulged in his lust and he only seeks for his pleasure to be fulfilled the wise however eat of her bread and drink of her wine and it is through the wise respect for wisdom that they become one in the midnight hour and commune until sunrise it is through this passion that the wise are able to receive the keys this is the way and so here and this kind of just goes back to Istra will not tire right the what the men came to her not for wisdom not for for guidance not for enlightenment they came to her for sex and that doesn't mean she ain't down for it <laughs> she she play it all she do it all but at the end of the day they came to her wanting sex she gave it to them because she liked that she promiscuous she is the divine whore she's a whore you know so she gave them what what they wanted they all tired but Istar was not tired Istar, uh, Set, Oshun they, they're all the same women just with different names just with uh, just with different faces. So all of these women, in, in one aspect or another, can be considered the divine harlots. The three Marys in the Bible, you know, the three the three goddesses, all harlots. And when you look at the word harlot, don't think of it so much into the divine, uh, into the sexual aspect, but it's a divine, it's a it's a it's a title, it's an initiator. That's what a divine or holy harlot is. They're priestesses. And see that when, when we get into that type of information, when we go deep down on that end, a lot of people will get lost there. Some people got lost when I just said a cult. <laughs> you know, but that's what it is. You have to understand, you know, the two roles that are being played, being the promiscuous um, woman and then being the guider. And you see this in the book of Proverbs, and I don't think people also catch on to this as well. There's, you know, the story in the in the book of Proverbs, I think it's chapter seven, where you're having this correlation of the strange woman and wisdom. Right. Wisdom is calling out for the mountains for for all the men to gaze upon her because she has something to give to them. The strange woman is doing the same thing, but her ways lead to death. And that's what you see in the book of Proverbs. They're both whores. <laughs> they both are trying to get their groove on. But one is, is exchanging uh, her, her gifts and exchanging her, her, her wisdom and her mysticism to better you, to guide you. And another one is just there for the pleasure of it. Doesn't care nothing about who you are, where you're going. Just cares about chaos. Just cares about getting her nut. And she will seduce you with 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 her her words and with her attitude and with the way the way that she walks and talks. When you study the science of it, they're one and the same woman. But that's for another time, for another day. <laughs> but I say all of this, and I don't want to go too long into it because I can really dig into to higher aspects of this. But 
what I want to conclude with is is please don't get caught up into the the hoopla or the mundane things of this world. Don't get caught up thinking that you can do whatever you want with your body and and it's your life and um, if I want to go out and, and recklessly mess with 20 different guys, I'll do it. Understand that you, the, the, the purpose of this type of information is for you to find who you are, to know who you are, and to utilize these tools to be the best you possible. This does not give you a pass to do whatever you want or to be reckless. It's for you to know who you are and know how to guide yourself in this 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 life that we call a journey or just journey that we call life so please do not take this information and think that i'm giving you the advice to do whatever you want because that's exactly what i was seeing in these comment sections on on my community thing when i was talking about these tweets i could read some of them for you just so that you know you can see where i'm coming from this woman uh her name is princess k she says People today are looking for many ways to justify all forms of their immoralities without being uh, uh, pestered by others by any means and spewing nonsense is disgusting. Another person says, I guess at the end of the day, people are entitled to their wrong opinion. Another person says, whatever string he got, I need it. Another person says, a classic example of people removing themselves from God. Another person says some truth to what he is saying. The problem is he is quoting information um, that a lot from so-called black folk um, are not private too. Whatever you agree with him or not does not mean that he is saying uh, what he's saying is not uh, talking uh, taking place in the universe. There's proper perspective of all things. Another person says uh, being touched by evil immorality should not be celebrated. Idiots and bad people always try to justify their stupidity and evil deeds. Being stupid and evil are only separated uh, separated by intentions, but both are rejected by good men in sane society. Another person says people love to spill literal gibberish to justify their evil. Another person says bunch of bull crap, especially the first sentence. Being a whore is sacred. Even society, even social uh, social science disagrees. A sexually undisciplined fellow is among the lowest groups of mere mortals. But I never said anything about being sexually undisciplined. <laughs> and, and see, this is where we go into people have a misunderstanding of what it means to be the divine whore. Or to embrace or to tap into or to embody becoming the whore. Right? This doesn't mean you just fucking anybody and everybody. You're choosing you're choosing who to give it up to. We ain't even dealing with numbers. We're talking about who to give it up to. Because at this point, a woman can just fuck a man and be considered a whore. And for the women who are listening, y'all y'all know what I'm talking about. You could just fuck a man and be considered a whore. So this ain't even got nothing to do with numbers. You could be fucking one guy, three guys, four guys, whatever the case is. This is about embodying who you truly are. Anyways, I'm going to read a couple of more and uh, the rest of them you can just read for yourself. But uh, one person said they lost too many brain cells reading this. Um, another person says the dude definitely was dropped on his head as a kid. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, another person said he lost me at a cultic. Another person says I absolutely uh, need whatever he's smoking. 
Um, another person said this guy is smoking way too much uh, per parsley flakes. Parsley parsley flakes. Anyways, um, another person says this dude needs a dictionary. He is confused. Another person says using this BS of spirituality and rewording things to sound woke or superior is cringe. And he took this from the woman he must have done things with. These morals are trash and take a test to check for bugs, bro. All right. And the last one I'm going to try and read. Uh, well, I'm, okay, I'm going to read these last two. Uh, this guy named John, he says, Playboy was on some shit, not in a good way. Young will smoke and regroup. If she ain't with you, she is against you. If she ain't the one, only love her when you're D hard. Um, this last one named Rebecca. Um, you want to normalize everything nowadays. It's not that deep. Love yourself and don't let so many people access. Um, uh, don't let so many people access in such sacred ways. And of course, we, what we see all here is a lot of people just do not understand the knowledge that is being presented because, you know, it's, it's this this negative perception that we have conceived of what sex is. And if, if a lot of us just have a, a review and, and more of a revised spiritual, occultic, metaphysical aspect of what sex is, I think a lot of us will be better off in the long run. You know, I think. If we begin to study who we truly are in terms of our sexuality, in terms of our very nature, in terms of our very identity, in terms of us knowing that we are God manifested in the flesh, that we are generator, operator and destroyer, that we will be better off into knowing who we truly are and we can walk into our true divinity, becoming whatever particular archetype that we want to manifest and embody. And some women, they truly do want to become the sacred whore, the divine whore, but that does not mean that this woman is out here becoming a sex worker. You become, you can be a sex worker if you want to. You can do whatever you feel is the purpose in your life, because because who can really tell you otherwise? You know, with with anything that you do comes consequences. So I don't want anybody to talk you out of doing what you feel like is purposed on your heart to do things. All people going to look at you a certain type of way. Oh, you're going to have haters. You're going to have haters. People going to talk about you with any occupation that you do. You know, but I don't want you to be one of these type of people that you're living a certain type of lifestyle and you're trying to pursue um, a specific set of men or, or a specific set of people who don't live that lifestyle and don't want to live that lifestyle. So don't I don't want you to, to live this lifestyle and then become delusional. I want you to know yourself and prepare yourself and be safe you know because i'm not telling you to walk either journey i'm not telling you to walk the right hand path or the left hand path what i'm telling you is to walk the narrow path but in order for you to rock that narrow path if you've been so conditioned to be on the left side you have to go over to the right side in order for you to balance and if you've been so much on the right side and so restricted and you need to loosen up you need to go over to the left side so that you can walk that narrow path. The same thing we were talking about with Darth Vader. But anyways. That's all that I have time for today. I don't want to hit an hour. But hopefully you got a lot out of this um, type of knowledge. I could really get into more in depth on the divine priestesses. And, and the, the the queen of heaven. And the mother goddess. And all those other types of stuff. There's, there's so many aspects to just talking about 
the the mysteries of the holy harlots and and dealing with the devi energy and so on and so forth so i don't want people to listen to this information and this knowledge um or this audio and think that i'm trying to promote what the city girls um all together are promoting or the the narrative that is pushed with people like sukiana and and cardi b and all this i i don't want you to get it misconstrued because i don't i don't want these these women to be out here acting ghetto acting reckless and then be like well i heard this one man say i'm a i'm a divine whore i'm a sacred whore i'm holy bitch all, all this type of stuff i don't <laughs> don't put that in that's kind of the reason why i stepped back from talking about this for a very long time uh probably like late 2020 going into 2021 because i saw women taking the information and misusing it and there were some people in the comment section and even people told me on instagram like we get you we hear you but this information shouldn't be present this this information shouldn't be talked about because i they believe that the women in this day and age don't have the mindset to really take this in but i told them i'm like you can't withhold information just because the masses are going to continue to be the masses you know this information is for a certain set of people a certain few if people want to run with with information that is occultic and, and and tools that can get them hurt that's natural selection people people do that all the time people scam and, and do all this other stuff that's how the world works that's just how it's going to be that's how it's going to continue to be what you have to do is you have to concern yourself with you what are you going to do with this information what are you going to do with this knowledge so anyways let me know in the comment section or well not the comment section but i have a poll below let me know how you personally feel about this information you can dm me at the omnius room on instagram you can hit me up on twitter follow me on twitter follow me on on instagram subscribe to me on youtube all at the omnius room all right let me know how you feel about this share this podcast with other people if you feel like this would be helpful for them in order for them to grasp just a little bit of you know a perspective on the archetype of the divine whore or the archetype of becoming the whore you know utilizing your your mojo your sexual energy your charms in order for you to get what you want in this world to be who you want to be and to live your best life so until next time i'm tyrone and i am